Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys, the podcast where you have two guys of African-American descent talking with one another over Skype and broadcasting it out on the internet at DeltaJulietMike.com and in iTunes and in Stitcher Radio and now in the Google Play Store under the podcast section, baby. Oh, do I, I have one- to do that now? God damn it. I already took care of it. I already took care of it. Well, no, no, no. I got it for the other shows that I do. Uh, right, you right, took right, care right. of it for this show. I did. I did. I do. By the way, everyone listening, I'm David Major. Some of you might know me as DJM. Uh, my co-host, who you who you might know from Drunk Kids Gaming, uh, on Twitter, at KingCaz, Mr. Brandon Cooper. Hey, Cass. How's it oh, going, buddy? Uh, it's going well. I'm it's really going- glad to hear that. Ooh. I'm glad to hear yes. that, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We try to come into this podcast with a good amount of preparation and, and things to talk about, but uh, your old buddy DJM has got a big old pile of nothing. <laughs> well, that's fine, because... The but I, but I know about, you have some things. I know you have yeah. some things. And, th- and that's the thing about... about being co-host on a show right that if somebody just doesn't have enough you got the other person to rely on and they bring a little bit of that enough to the show to 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 get you going so i figured this week um i know you you kaz i've been pushing you a little bit to go see some things to watch some things, and I had an assist from our good friend Patrick Cohn, Time Jumper, uh, from mm-hmm. episode 100. Uh, I, I'm hoping that you're ready to report back for us. Yeah, so so I went and I watched the Batman Supermans, um, the Batman Superman movie, and I, I, I sent out a few tweets about it Uh to to our my friend Nikon's approval and dismay all at the same time because he was like, oh man, don't live tweet a movie. That's not cool. And then when I did it, he's like, that wasn't really live tweeting. It was like, no, it was called like I just wanted to have really thoughtful pieces of oh this and that and this on Twitter and then use the rest of that space on a podcast. See, yeah. the thing is, I was saying that if you're gonna live tweet. You got to live tweet the right way, but you 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 did not live tweet with much frequency. And, no, and I understood your point of view. I understood yeah. your point of view, but uh, by all means, Mr. Cooper, uh, you saw the movie. Give us your hot yeah, take. I'm, pulling, I'm actually pulling up my Twitter feed right now so I can start from where well, I started. Start it from the bottom and and uh, for so, for the listener for the listeners at home while Kaz is pulling that up, Kaz is a pretty big Batman fan, uh, and, and I've been trying to push him to see this movie and some of the DC animated movies and watch Gotham on Fox. So still maybe haven't done that. Yeah, you still haven't done that, have you? No. Uh, but yeah, maybe let's just jump into bit. Batman. Okay, sure you will. Okay. No, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm going to. I just not. I haven't even like. I haven't. I haven't seen but clips of it upon the internet. Like, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. It eludes me. I think it's I'm mostly sure because it's, I'm sure it's on Hulu, man. 
It is it's got, like Hulu has put up so many walls now, and I just I don't want to pay them. You don't have to. I'll you don't have to pay Hulu. Jesus Christ, man. Well, I went there to watch something the other day, and then they were just like, "Yeah, nah, man, you can't can't watch this." And it was like, but I could watch it before, and they were like, "Yeah." Also, by the way, Kaz. Gotham is on Fox, which is a regular broadcast network, which is available to everyone. I have not watched television, like straight up television, in maybe three or four months. And and here I am trying to tell you there's something that you might actually find worth watching. I'm telling you. But this is what the you, internet has You been. don't want right. to listen. Are, you don't want to listen. We're so far from what we're supposed to be doing. We've derailed before we even railed. No, we haven't. We're still on the same subject. You love Batman. I'm trying to get you more Batman stuff to watch, but you won't watch it. This is the subject. You're making excuses. Put it on Netflix. I got you. All right. But. Excuses happen. I will say this. So I went into this um, not having no, – so, so part of the fact of not having seen it day one uh, led me to be able to collect a lot more information about this movie. Um, and, and when I mean information, not necessarily the story that the writers and Zack Snyder and the actors wanted to tell, but more the – the backbone like what what they picked and chose from as um as their kind of like starting grounds to to make this story right so i went into this and i knew they used a lot of the frank miller batman stories uh which were namely the ones that i i told everybody to when you asked me like well what are good ones to to get a good solidification of this is batman before you see any kind of batman movies which are a lot of the frank miller stuff well not a lot of it because there is a lot of frank miller stuff but there's some really good frank miller stuff and then there's some other things and that being dark knight returns um which takes the story of a retired Batman uh, who has put down the cape and cowl and has tried to live his life out as Bruce Wayne, but just can't. He can't let it go um, and goes back. So there's a lot of that in this movie. Um, but coming into it, visually, like, th- this is the thing I will give Snacks- Zack Snyder. And this is why I think he constantly gets these jobs, even though sometimes I think he shouldn't, is he is really good at taking that that stack of comic books that somebody hands him and says turn this into a movie and giving you these visual cues if you've ever read the comic books like you don't always have to to see these movies but if you ever have there are sometimes these visual cues in his movies that just take you back to the page in that comic book and this movie was really filled with that, especially in a lot of the Batman scenes. I, I don't know about the Superman scenes because I don't read Superman comic books. Um, but there was a goddamn lot of that. Like, oh, man, I remember that page in that comic. Like, I remember the page that that probably was used as storyboard or like idea board for that motion in that movie right? that I'm looking at right now. 
Um, then the other thing is the big glaring problem I had was there was so much shit going on that I was not ever sure what story was being told to me, right? Because you come into this movie, right? You come into this movie with a couple things, right? One, you need to have had seen that last Superman movie, which I didn't. Um, but I, I read Again, uh, another one of those I don't like Superman. Things. I, just, I yeah. know. Um, no, but just another thing that I tell you is good that you never go see. <laughs> I bet, uh, you, so, bet you listen to everybody else. What? Uh, so you have to have that pre-context coming into this movie. But I, I, I know enough about Superman, so whatever. And then you give me, which just movie going wise, right? Just straight up movie going wise. You give me another Batman origin story. <laughs> and I think I think movie-wise at this point, right? Just like comic book-wise, we don't need Batman's origin story anymore. Right? But they didn't spend a whole bunch of time. No, on no, no. no. I, I will I will give them that. And and I will give them the fact that in a two hour movie that is mostly about about other superheroes, but mainly about these two, you condense that shit in a good amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Like and it, it was visually nice too, like to have the like, oh, mom gets shot, dad gets shot, oh, you know, whatever, become Batman. Like you know, you, you you skip some parts in the middle, which I'm guessing this, uh, which was recently announced, Ben Affleck directed Batman movie is going to be about, right? Um, because most likely, I think they're really going to follow these Frank Miller kind of crumbles of of how he told the Batman story when it was his turn as a, a writer and an artist to tell the Batman story, which was you start at the end and then you go all the way back to the beginning which is what Frank Miller did. So he did this, like, really good, this is the end of Batman in the Dark Knight Returns series of comic books. And then he came back around and did Year One, um, which is another really good book. And if, if, if as DJM said before, you're looking for these ways to get into the Batman universe with, with the, the pre-created stuff, Dark Knight Returns, and Year One. Um, which both have also DC animated movies, which are really good, um, are really good tellings of the end of Batman's story and the beginning of Batman's story, the beginning of the journey of Batman coming back and trying to be Batman that first that first year of his life, trying to do the whole Batman thing, coming back to Gotham after all the years of training and putting that shit to the test. Um so that's what I'm hoping this 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 uh what is his name again Ben Affleck thing is going to be when he does his Batman movie which is not. So overall how did you feel about the movie? All right. So so like I said, so I mean when I go back to this thing, right? I I was so not sure about the story I'm getting, right? Because 
you do the Batman origin thing, and then you, but you also have to take this realization that this is an old Batman, right? Like, you, even though you come to the beginning of Batman's origins, you're telling a, a story about an older Batman, right? Somebody who's already done it for for years, who's already been in this world doing what he's been doing for years, right? Where these newer heroes are coming up coming upon him with with the glistens of cyborg and the flash and all this stuff all this kind of new 52 stuff um because that's that's what they tended to do in the new 52 was they took the like oh you know like bat let's say batman's been around for a while but everybody else is kind of new to the game um so you do that you may of course batman doesn't trust them and hates them all right um uh, which he should. I love. I love. Can I just say, uh, on a on a slight derailment, I love that version of Batman. Right. I oh, love Kaz, Kaz, Kaz. I do, man. I love the super paranoid. If uh, I need to, I will take you out, even though you're my best friend, Batman. Like, oh, I'm so tired of that, Batman. <laughs> I'm so tired. I love of the super dark brooding. Like, oh, I've already thought of ways to kill everybody, but I'm not going to kill everybody, Batman. Like, <laughs> I'm so tired of that Batman because <laughs> he, to me, weighs down everything he's in. And I just, I just, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's so played out now. And the way everyone loves that Batman and the way everyone always says, if Batman had 24 hours of prep time, he could beat anyone. Oh my god, I'm so tired of this Batman. I'm so tired of it. Fuck the if I had 24 hours of prep time bullshit. No, fuck that shit. That shit's stupid, right? I I love the version of Batman that is the master tactician, right? The 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 can think his way out of the box that you put him in, but isn't necessarily going to come out on top. He's just going to make it seem like he came out on top. Like, I I like the more psychological Batman, the one who's like, because I I like it when, which I'm hoping they do in this movie, right? So how how did you feel about Ben Affleck in this movie then as Batman? Okay, so he he threw, you know, in this movie, he threw out that line that I, fucking hate with batman where he throws out that if there's even a one percent chance that there's something wrong we have to take it as seriously as possible and have to wipe all threats out from existence because my parents are dead i'm so yeah. he, tired he, of he did do a little bit of the overtop brooding batman and the the way too over the t- like they kind of let way too much of who Batman is go and it, which happens a lot in the movies. Like I, I kind of went back to a lot of the movies to like look and see um, a lot of this, like a lot, a lot of what happens in some of these Batman movies. The Michael Keaton ones are pretty good at, at, at the Batman parts. They're a little shitty at the Bruce Wayne parts, but when you talk about the Batman parts, who Batman is this guy who takes this thing of well, I'm Cass, going to... Who is Batman to you? Who is Batman? 
acting wise, like of, of the actors who no, played him, or uh, just as the, the character, the character, okay, the character. So, who is who is Batman to you? You're talking mm, about the Batman parts. Who in yeah. your what makes Batman? So the master tactician, the the two steps ahead kind of guy but knows his physical limitations but still pushes them anyway where he'll always put himself in danger but he'll always do the thing that that tries to save everyone else right where sometimes it seems like he's going to be the bad guy but in reality he's done the best version of the good thing that he thinks he can do right which is like oh, I'm going to hang this dude off a building to get this one piece of information that'll lead me to the next piece of information, so on and so forth, right? Like, I like in those DC animated movies, I love the interactions that are, like, kind of... Oh, like, like fucking Batman thinks this, like, f- fucking idiot. And it kind of twists that way that he thought it was, but it's it's not necessarily that. It's just he was the person paying attention, you know? Like, like one of the best things in the DC animated shit that I watched was one of the Justice League movies where it's like the formation of the Justice League and Green Lantern's talking to, to Batman and he's like, like, come on, we got to go do this stupid Justice League thing. And if I got to go, you got to go. And he's like, no, I'm busy right now. Like, I, as you can see, I'm trying to, to catch these dudes. So Green Lantern stops them. And he's like, good, there, done. Like, I stopped the bad guys. Like, we can go do this other thing now. And he's like. Cass, Cass, huh? hmm? I'm noticing that you're going in a lot of different directions. No, no, no. no. You're not, it, it, you're not really all... talking about the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all in the thing that you, the question that you asked me. And he, he says okay. like this one thing, which is uh, he, he goes through all the interconnected things of catching the bad guys, right? He's like, no, I didn't want to catch them. I wanted them scared because I wanted to find out this because I wanted to find out this. Like those are, those are the key things that I love about Batman is he's not thinking about that one task that everybody else is thinking about. He's thinking about that, that bigger problem or always, right? But it's always, he has to be the one to do it. Nobody else can. So when it comes to almost all of the movies, they never, they get that part, right? But the part that they always seem to leave out, and they definitely left out in this part, right, is Batman's, I don't use guns, and I am not going to, like, like, I feel the the undertone necessities of justice that I'm not going to make myself stoop down to their level, right? Because... That's the easy thing to do. That's what he always says. That's who he is, is the easy thing to do is stoop down to their level. And the easy thing to do is to to stop them, kill them. But I'm never going to do that. And in this movie, he kills maybe like 30 or 40 people, like just straight out. <laughs> like, like there's a good scene where he just shoots dudes from his fucking from his plane. Like, and I'm like that the dream sequence, though. No, no, that was the that was the save Martha Kent sequence where he fucking flies in and shoots a truckload of dudes because they're shooting at you're shooting Gatling guns at him and they explode. Okay. And I, I, I like you could do a hazard me all you want. Those dudes are dead. Like, 
I don't give a fuck who you are. Those dudes are dead. <laughs> like, um, and there's like there was like a couple of other scenes where he like either threw a guy off a building or something like that. Or I'm, I might be thinking of one of the older Batman movies. But Bruce Wayne wise, Ben Affleck pulls it off incredibly. I love his old man Bruce Wayne. His old man Bruce Wayne was so good, so so good. Um. I'm trying to think. Fuck, how do you say her name? Gal Gadot. Uh, Gal Gadot. Who played, um, who played Wonder who Woman? In my, who, in my opinion, was the saving grace of the third act of this movie? So a lot of people say that. <sighs> even when she was just, even when she was just Diana Prince and just kind of fucking with Bruce Wayne, she really made the movie for me. Yeah, Be- because I I loved how. She was really not impressed by Bruce Wayne or Batman. And then when the third act started and she had her big intro and her theme music hit like she was making an entrance on Monday Night Raw, it was like, yes, now we're talking. Give me my Wonder Woman movie now. So, so I'll say this, right? I tend to like... and and. This isn't an, uh, a knock on, on the actress. This is more on the writing and everything else. But I tend to like the Thirst for Blood warrior princess uh, Wonder Woman more than the debutante, um, like, well-mannered, I've been here so long, fuck you kind of Wonder Woman. Because when it came down to it, and and this could be this could be an issue because of what I what I'm gonna say. We can debate this one. We can debate this one because I am a big big fan of the regal, beautiful, grown up princess of Themyscira, Diana. That that is my favorite interpretation mm-hmm. of Wonder Woman. But go ahead. And, and it could be because I had recently watched that new season of Daredevil, where. Electra was played that same exact way in that that Wonder Woman is played in this movie and I was just like it was just so eh but it, like when it when it got to it that I still appreciated it I still think she's going to play an amazing Wonder Woman through and through but just kind of in that sense where she's just like Oh, I outthought you in like, like I don't know. It's you're, just you're just mad because she outthought Batman, aren't you? No, 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 no. I love that <laughs> bit. I love that bit. But I think I it's just that. like I wanted. I wanted like I wanted the like Wonder Woman that's all just like when is the next battle, Wonder Woman? Like I love that Wonder Woman that is just like why are we not already fighting? Like like I shall destroy all of them. Like kind of wonder woman um more than the like oh i'm you trying to hide the, who i am wonder woman. woman you prefer the warrior wonder woman whereas i prefer the the princess of the amazons wonder woman is what you're saying yeah 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 okay um, but i still okay. i still I enjoyed you. it i still enjoyed it but it didn't it didn't strike me like it did everyone else like i saw all of the like oh my god wonder woman was so amazing in this movie kind of thing and for me it was just like she didn't do shit to lead like uh, all right 
I mean, well, you got to remember, you got to remember for a lot of people, this movie was a bit of a drag. And for a lot of people, not myself necessarily, but for a lot of people, she really saved this movie for a lot of people. Yeah. Like she was kind of the saving grace of the whole thing. Uh, not necessarily in my case. For me, she was just the, the exclamation point on a movie that I enjoyed. But mm-hmm. I, I think general consensus is that a lot of people believe that she is the best part of it. Uh, so, so Kaz, I'm going to ask you, which movie is going to get made first? Wonder Woman or Black Widow? Wonder Woman, uh, because there's already there's already a timeline for the DC movies that includes the Wonder Woman movie, whereas the current timeline and draft of the Marvel movies, I don't think includes a Black Widow movie. That's not a good look, Marvel. That's not a good well, look at all. Also, also, you know, Kaz, I've been asking for a, a Black Widow movie for for the last few years now. So, yeah, but so so here's the thing, right? Here, it, I, 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 I want to take this derailment for a very particular reason, right? With all the stuff that's um, coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, there is a titled. Captain Marvel movie, right? Right. Um, And for the past few years, Captain Marvel has been a female character in in the comics. She has. Yes, she has. For like the last 10 or 20 years, actually, she's been a female character. Mm. So, there, I, I could take the reasoning that, because in the comic books as well, Black Widow is a very secondary character. Um, but I understand the thing of when 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 you base out these movies in the way that it looks because, oh, Thor had his own movie. Iron Man had his own movie. Captain America has his own movie. Um, you know, and you're you're even with these new characters you're going to introduce, uh, you know, like like Black Panther is going to have his own movie like Spider-Man's movie is in there but why is there no uh Black Widow movie I mean and that's very much because in the in the coming up of a lot of these movies you're going to introduce most likely introduce a lot of female characters so if because within the Ant-Man universe you have Oh wait, but fuck! It's not Hank Pym. So how do you introduce Hank Pym's wife? That's weird, man. Um, but you know, you you have the Wasp, who is a very strong female character. You have Captain Marvel, who now that's the thing, right? If there's not a woman playing Captain Marvel in this Captain Marvel movie, oh, there has to be. Then we riot. Then we there, then we start throwing bricks. <laughs> th- th- yeah. Let me throw one out there for you. Let me just see if you how you feel about this one. Uh, since we're still on Marvel, let's let's make a jump over to the X Men. Okay. What would you say to Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch, as in having her as own a movie. movie. Yeah. Well, what would you say to that? As far as I know, Scarlet Witch was in the last Avengers movie, but. 
has she been in the X-Men movies? I'm sorry, I messed that up. That was that's on me. That's my fault. Well, no, no, no. she is an X-Men character because she is the daughter of Magneto. Like that is her that is her basis as a story as a character, which is why I've never understood why she hasn't been used in the X-Men movies, especially with X-Men Apocalypse coming up. Um being their their next big movie. But since they seem to want to do something with that character, do you think she could catch on and eventually end up with a movie of her own? I mean, she, she from what I remember, like I, I, I went and read a bunch of like just synopsis of Marvel comic books. She plays a really big part in a lot of things. Like, like there's this whole whole thing where she just created the perfect universe that that had mutants in control and humans as slaves and her family as the head of everything, which is the House of M saga. Um, because of how powerful she is, she could just do that. And then she felt like it was meh. So <laughs> she she undid it. Um, and then there's like a whole storyline with her and the vision because of a lot of stuff that happened. So th- there's... <sighs> It's really weird because because of the storyline that they're painting, right? Because they're going into civil war, um, which which branches a lot of stuff with Captain America, Bucky, Spider Man, and Iron Man. Like there, there's just a lot but of they're, stuff. That they're going to be solving that in the movies, though. Yeah. So so you go into that and and from what everybody's saying, most likely you then go into oh god damn it, what is their fucking dude's name? Because I always get these two from DC and, and Marvel mixed up. Because I think DC is. Do you mean no. Shazam? No, no, no. Um. Uh. Fuck. Um. What? 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 They're like the they- the. The person who always like like because both of them have this guy who c- tries to come and take over the earth, right? Like, and DC is Doomsday. Yeah, Marvels is what the fuck is Marvels, dude? Apocalypse, Thanos, Thanos, yes, Thanos. Right? Because because all the other Avengers movies are named Infinity in Infinity War. Like, that's what the next ones are going to be. So, Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, which is, I think, the thing Thanos always tries to come and get. Um, so, they're most likely going to lean towards that. So, it, it just is really weird with what they already told you that they're going to do to see how paint, putting these own these cer- certain characters in their own movies would, would fare. Um but I mean, I don't know. Like, like they could. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird, man. So, taking all of that comic book stuff out of your brain for a second. Yes. What, aside from the ones that have already been announced, what are you looking forward to? Say from the DC Cinematic Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What are okay. you looking forward to? So, so taking all of that out of my head, I'm definitely looking forward to a Wonder Woman movie, right? I feel as thus 
I'm going to be saddened by the Flash movie only because movie-wise, I know they're not using the Flash from the TV show. They're going to get somebody else to play Flash and I'm just I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping and praying to the Lord abounds that it's not the same character because there are multiple flashes and I'm just hoping just praying to the lords up above that they just decide to make it a different flash or that's going to bother me and then Aquaman I really 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 am excited to see how they do Aquaman Um, just because that's a character that can either be really really cheesy or really interesting and cool depending on how you do it and from kind of the way that they showed it it seems like it seems like it's might fall on the side of cheese with the whole like him attacking a research vessel and shit like that um and and all that bullshit but i'm just i'm just hoping that they do it good and then from the marvel side um i wasn't excited about this but after seeing the trailer for it i am super excited for the doctor strange movie i am like giddy about what the possibility of this doctor strange movie is going to be like because it just looks like it, it just looks like everything i would want from this doctor strange movie if I knew I wanted a Doctor Strange movie to begin with, which I didn't know I wanted. So, but now you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those are the things that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Everything else is kind of meh. Like, I'm kind of meh on another Spider-Man movie. I just, I don't, I don't need another does Spider-Man. Anyone want a, does anyone want a Spider-Man movie, though? Who really wants another Spider-Man movie? <sighs> Sony. And nobody else. Because they own that property, probably probably Spider Man fans would or would enjoy another Spider Man movie. But I I think they're probably at that point too, where they're just like, all right, fuck, can we can we move on to one of the new Spider Mans? <laughs> like, there've been so many other Spider Mans. Like, can we just please move on? I to think one we're of the about re- we're about ready for Miles Morales, wouldn't you say? Yeah, or even even give me one of the Spider Women, just just something else. Like I'm tired of, like I am tired of Peter Parker, just like the writers were, and why they spawned Spider Man into so many infinite universes. Just so that's what I'm saying. Everyone is tired of it. Everyone's tired of Peter Parker. That's why I'm like, do we really need another Spider Man movie? You you know. So 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 let's let let let's play this game, right? Because like you said, take all the comic book stuff out of my head or or take all the shit I already know out of my head. You know what I would really 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 love? I would really really enjoy within the Batman universe a straight up and down fucking Dick Grayson movie. Like hmm I would just love, like... Do you mean Dick Grayson Robin or Dick Grayson Nightwing? No, no, no. What I want, right? Take take your previous movies. And I, I know they can't do this because of what, I, what I'm thinking they're going to do. But like you said, take all the bullshit out of my head. Let, let's make the Batman movie Batman year one, right? Let's do that. But let, let's 
go through time. Let's let's speed through time. Let let's make it a let's but make that it a was recap. Batman movie. Begins. That was Batman Begins. I know, though. I know, I know. But I mean more like let's catch up on Batman's life without doing the Batman origin thing again, right? So let's just take like like there's one of the the DC animated movies that's all about key moments in Batman's life, right? These these things that And we're going to talk about the DC animated movies you've watched. Yes. Um and let's take these moments that lead you up to what made him Batman and Batman versus Superman, right? So let's show kind of the first years of him as Batman. Then let's get into the like, oh, he finds Dick Grayson and Dick Grayson is this, you know, almost copy of him without being a copy of him. <laughs> um I'm sorry. Uh, like, this almost copy of him without being a copy of him that he just has to, like, he, t- you know, he, he glomps on to, to Grayson like he does. Um, takes him in, trains him, and then have the falling out in that same movie. Let's do that. Have that falling out within that same movie that he splits, becomes Nightwing, and starts doing his own thing. And then do the Jason Todd thing, right? Where where you get to this point where he has this other person that's kind of like Grayson, but not just a little more brash, a little more like too ready to jump into the fight that he gets killed and you that you have these establishing points for some of those quips between him and him and uh, Alfred about like, oh, you know, look how many of us that are still here, you know, because they show a Robin suit in the fucking movie, you know, that that has the Joker spray paint on it, you know, saying like, oh, this is all your fault kind of shit. Like. And for as an Easter egg to everybody who's read a fucking Batman comic book. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. But to the to the Joe Schmo like college dude who's like going to take his girlfriend to go see Batman Superman and they're like the fuck did he wear a yellow suit for some point the fuck's up with that like you 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 put these things in here that you make like poignant but you don't talk about so in this Batman movie coming up just do that do this recap of Batman's life and these moments and then from there now you have this character that is Nightwing you make him interesting enough that you go, here's a Nightwing movie. You know, Wait, here's I- what happened when he leaves Batman. Oh, so you want you want a Batman movie with Dick Grayson mm-hmm. as Robin, and then he goes off on his own and becomes Nightwing. Right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Because you... you uh, I'm going to be honest, Kaz, you kind of lost me when you went into comic book land for a minute there. You <laughs> well, really well, lost me. I, I'm just saying, like, you take you take this movie, right? So so you take Batman and Free Superman, right? We're, we've established that this is an older Batman, right? We've established that at some point there was possibly a Robin because that costume is there. So... Instead of, instead of just continuing in this current world and and... And doing that, let's take a movie where we just explore Batman, right? Like leave, leave, leave the Bruce Wayne parts out. No, 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 no. Not, not in the, not in the sense of what Christopher Nolan did. More in the sense of flashpoints, right? Like, like, like. Let's have him 
throughout the movie, like, say one of his bad guys is, like, doing something, but every time it's reminding him of these other moments in his life, right? Where there's this one cohesive storyline that's constantly going through, but then, like, oh, like, as he's investigating this crime, it reminds him of that time with with Dick where he he first took Dick out, you know, to, to train him and give him, like, a real sense of the streets or whatever. And then jump to a moment where him and Dick are out and they're having this disagreement about how he should do things. And let's jump to this moment in the same storyline. You know, you, you take these little branches as, as you're, you're continuing your main story and that Cass, show all these he, other here's things. Here's a question. Here's a question. Yes. I remember how it went down in the animated series, but how did Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson split up in the comics? So in the comics, it in the comics there's two and things. And don't give don't don't give me like one continuity, then another continuity, then the continuity that got retconned and then rewritten, and then six <laughs> months later another writer came in and did his own version. Give me the general consensus of what happened. Okay. So the general consensus is, um, the general consensus that that I like is he leaves to help form the Teen Titans um, initially. And he's still Robin, and he's still living this double life as as Boy Wonder and Robin of the Teen Titans. Um, and after all the shit that happens in the Teen Titans, I think it's like after, during the Judas contract, which is the, the Terra thing, and I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure you know yeah, yeah. the Terra stuff enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some point in there when they're kind of being torn apart by all the shit that's happening he's like i gotta he's like this this costume is dragging my life down because i'm always going to be batman shadow right because they come across uh they come across uh deathstroke and deathstroke just treats him like how everybody else treats him which is batman sidekick and he's like, oh, you know, like, oh, the sidekicks are out, you know. And he's just like, I just, I want to keep doing this, I think. But I really got to get out from under the shadow of who, of, of Batman. Like, because if I don't, that's all it's ever going to be. Um, and he decides at first to quit. But then he comes back and he cons himself as Nightwing. Um, and he also leaves the Teen Titans uh, after everything happened because he feels like he let them down, all that bullshit. Um, and it's just kind of a bit of a falling out uh, between him and Batman, but more so for his own personal bullshit as to, like, I can't be in your shadow anymore. I can't be your shadow anymore. Like, I really, if I'm going to keep doing this, I got to, at this point, do it as my own man. Um, and he moves to a new city, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and how did Batman react to this? Batman, in, in that sense, at that point, it was just kind of like, meh. It, it, there, there's a lot of weirdness because that's that, the shit that, that right there. got retconned way too much about how Batman Th felt about it. That's like, the thing that ticks me off about Batman right there. Yeah. 
but the the initial way that they handled it in the comic books was just that it was kind of like oh that's that's what you need to do but it it got retconned way too much that that particular part of oh and now i'm gonna be nightwing in the batman comic books gets retconned way too fucking much which as in the teen titans comic books it's very that's what happened um but in the Batman comic books, there's just too much like everybody else's interpretation to like have a good grasp of it. Um, and then there's the Jason Todd shit because the Jason Todd is the Nightwing. I'm is not the, asking is about after. Jason Todd. No, well, no, no, no. I'm just not. saying. Then that's what comes after. <laughs> I'm, I'm, is, I'm is Jason reeling Todd. you back before we can get into that. No, no, no. I already went over yeah. that. Okay. So you've also been watching some of the DC animated movies that I've been trying to get you to watch for a while. Yeah, I finally Which found a place been... I could watch them. Which ones have you been watching, Cass? I watched, I think I've watched almost all the Justice League ones. Um, or the more new Justice League ones. Like, uh, I watched War... Hmm. Titan for Atlantis, Flashpoint Paradox, which is really good. I like that one because that one has one of my favorite things ever in it, which is the uh, um, Thomas Wayne Batman. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I fucking love that. And I watched a lot of the Batman ones. Um, under the, well, I, Some of them I had already seen. So I've already seen Under the Red Hood, Return of the Joker. But then I watched some of the, the other Batman ones, which I watched year one. I watched The Dark Knight Returns, um, which is really beautiful. I just didn't like the Joker in The Dark Knight Returns. Um, and then I was going to watch some of the... Um, oh, and I also watched... Uh, one I've been trying to watch. It was the one I wanted to watch like first because it was the one that caught my attention, which was Teen Titans versus Justice League. Um, and then I was going to go into some of the other ones that uh, exist because I think there's a couple Flash ones and Superman, Batman ones and Superman ones. Let okay. me just look. Yes. 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 There's a couple Superman ones I want to watch. Um, but I really like the Justice League ones. Um, I like the Crisis on Two Earths. Uh, of, I think of all the Justice League ones I watched, even over the the Flashpoint Paradox, which just has bits in it that I just love and and just oh, so good. Um, the Crisis on Two Earths ones is is pretty fun because I, I love the alternate universe stuff in in DC, even though it got way 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 too much. All right. So I've gotten an idea overall. Now, back to back to Batman v Superman. Overall, how did you feel about the movie? Give me your overall. It, it was one of those movies where as you're watching it, I, I really enjoyed it. And then I think as soon as I left, there were just certain problems that I had. Like, I... I as I was watching it, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed, uh, Lux Luthor. And then kind of after I left, I was like, man, 
I would have really, really enjoyed a more well thought out, well spoken, older Lex. You Luthor. wanted old. You wanted old Lex, didn't you? Yeah. You wanted old Lex. Um, I'm glad they didn't go with old Lex because that that's another thing that would have been a little too beholden to the source material. And I like when these movies deviate just a tiny bit from the source material because I like seeing like the diehard comic book fans squirm a little bit. I like that. And I mean, I I wanted to like this Lex Luthor. I wanted to like him, but in the end, I just I did not like how things ended for him. I did not like how it ended. I thought he was an okay character, just as his own at being what we would say is the old Lex's son, I guess. I just did not care for how his ending turned out. But go ahead. Well, see, that that's the thing, right? I don't know a lot about Lex Luthor's story because that's Superman. So, But I, I don't know, man. Like, the character starts out so good. And then it just ends up in a really, really weird place, right? Because they don't really... It doesn't really, really give you a good reason of why he's a bad guy. Like, except that he's so smart and rich, why not? That's really all it is. He's just... He's Elon Musk. He's Elon Musk. He's... He's... What's the dude's name? He's got... Mark Zuckerberg. Richard Branson? Oh, Zuckerberg. Eh, he's got a little Richard Branson, too, but Richard Branson is actually a really nice guy. Uh, Elon Musk, I'm not so sure about. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm not so sure about. Uh, in the case of Lex Luthor in this movie, yeah, I, I feel like he is like the crazier extreme end of the super rich billionaire tech CEO, and that he ends up being so maniacally arrogant that yeah i'm just gonna take over the world and nobody's gonna stop me because i'm rich as shit he's (laughs) he is he is every socially awkward but insanely arrogant computer programmer's dream he he is Mm. that guy's spirit animal so that that's who he is yeah um i don't know i just uh it just uh, it, it bothered me so much. It was just so like, ugh, ugh. It was so weird, dude. It was just so weird. Like I, the aftermath of it was so weird. Like kind of as I was watching it, I was okay with it. I was like, oh, okay. And then like I got to a point where I was like, why again? Is it just because like? He feels powerless with because what? And I was just like, it was the thing that left so much question in my head over everything that happened in this movie that leaves question in your head. It was just that was the biggest part of just like, I don't think I enjoyed that. <laughs> like, um, and then other than that, like Superman was okay. Uh, I, I, I really, really enjoy kind of. The this especially when you have Superman and Batman, I really enjoy the super righteous, um, Superman 
over their version of Superman, but I I understand the realism that they're going for in these movies. I I am amongst the 1% that really enjoys this Superman. Um, I don't know. He just seems so whiny and contradictory to me. And I understand where you're coming from. I do. It just bothers me. But for me, I see it like this. The world is a really horrible place. And I like that not everything comes easy for Superman. I like that he's actually challenged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I in, I enjoyed that part of it. I just, I more mean the like, oh, you know, w- w- without knowing anything about Batman, he's just automatically like, stop doing what you're doing. It's like, w- without having any like context to it at all, really. He's a vigilante. He's breaking the law. Yeah, but I don't know. I I enjoy the Superman who's just like, oh, like we're 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 trying to do the same thing, but I think you're pushing it too much, you know. And like, I feel like maybe you should pull back a little bit, and we could work together. And and Batman's more the like, nah, like fuck you, I'm above the law. And he's like, no, like like I like the Superman who's like. Which they tried to do, who's like, oh, no, we can work with the law and be a good a good showing and tool of, of justice rather than... And then the, this... the world turned on him. Right. But having him turn on Batman while the world is turning on him is just so weird contextually to me. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it was really weird. And like, and like I said, I know I know I am in the vast vast minority on this one. I know I am, so that's okay. It like, it was weird to you. It was weird to most people. For me, I appreciated it. Like I like the whole bit of of and 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 I guess it's one of those things where where when you have a character that has forty plus years of storytelling you can kind of pick and choose which ones you like you know and then going into this oh yeah probably right like 60 no they're 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 both in their 70s jesus all right um but you you i I don't know i just i like the super righteous superman who always tries to do right but i love the context of he's trying to do the right thing and he wants to be this this symbol of justice but you you can very easily get the world to turn on him, right? Like I I like that. That's, I like that. That's why I like this universe so much because it's not easy, right? And I I enjoyed being, being a superhero should not be easy, not even for Superman. And that's what I like about this universe. But like one of the things that gets me so upset about people that dislike this current continuity is when they talk about how it's it makes Superman not look like Superman and it doesn't remind them of the Superman of their childhood. And yeah, that's the point. It's not supposed to be that way. Because if being a superhero if being a hero was easy, mm-hmm. everyone would do it. That's the point of these movies. Yeah. That's why it's so hard for people to believe that 
Superman is really just trying to do good. Because ain't a whole lot of people like that in the world. Really. Mm -hmm. There really isn't. And the fact that Superman struggles with his powers, he struggles in the battle with Zod, and people hold the fact that there was a lot of destruction against him because he's only now just figuring out how to be a hero because it's not easy, especially in the world that it is today. Yeah, I get it. It's not like the world that they are in is not a world where heroes make a whole lot of sense. I mean, I en- I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Con- I, I enjoyed that context of it. I just feel like they didn't tell it in a good way. All right. Like, okay. Because there, I, I there's can give so you that. Much, I can give you that. I can give you that. I just, there's so much conversation between Clark Kent and Lois Lane and Superman or Clark Kent and his mom. Don't, that is don't like, be disrespecting my waifu now. You, you watch yourself, <laughs> Brandon Cooper. Don't, don't what, be talking about. Lane? Yeah, that's Amy Adams. You know that's my girl. Don't disrespect <laughs> her. Don't you dare. Um, but there's so much conversation that happens between these characters. That's like, and 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 Scott Johnson or or somebody on on Scott Johnson's podcast put it in like the best wording I could think of, which was like. They try to give him the righteousness speech that that you that people have given Superman throughout his years, like, and it and it always turns into like, you know, you you should be this symbol of of justice because that's what you could be, or don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's just so weird that that. Especially, especially his mother, who was always kind of the like person in the mythos that is just constantly like, be the symbol of justice, be the symbol of justice, be the symbol of justice. Like that, she's just like, or not, like, or just be you, Clark. Just be who you are, like, because it, it makes the he be the symbol great- of justice speech. So black. He, he could have been a, a great award-winning journalist for the Daily Planet, like uh, Seymour Hirsch or one of those types of people, like Christopher Hitchens, uh, rest his soul. Mm-hmm. One of those great investigative journalists that exposes the corruption in the world. <laughs> or he can be the symbol of justice. He can be both of those because Clark Kent is such a great dude. He's such a good dude. Yeah. I just, I feel like I don't get it. I'm hoping though. I think that's one thing that upset me is that for all intents and purposes, Clark Kent is dead. Yeah. And that's one thing. That's one thing about so much about Superman that has always been kind of ignored that I loved when I talked about it uh, with uh, Niall on his show where we talked about Superman the Animated Series I loved that they gave Clark some episodes Mm -hmm. and I guess that won't happen in this universe now I'm not saying 
there should be like a Clark Kent side movie where he exposes government corruption. <laughs> Although I guess that would be kind of cool. Like the Clark Kent investigative series. Like it could be like a Netflix mini series where Clark Kent exposes the vice president having like an affair with uh, a Chinese CEO. And there's like this big cover up on all of this. That, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Get on that, DC. You should get on that. Um, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I, I always love when there's like this Clark Kent journalist story. I love the Clark Kent journalist stories. Yeah. Like, I remember an episode of Superman the Animated Series where uh, Superman was narrating it. And, and he said that... He, I remember this was like, I want Clark to get this one. I want this to be a win for Clark. And it was about uh, a man who was convicted of murder, uh, and he was innocent, uh, and he was about to be executed. Uh, and then Clark, being an investigative journalist, found the real killer, got the guy absolved right as he was about to be executed. He got to the governor and all of that. And then the real killer, right as he was about to be executed, it was like, how did he know? How did he survive? Because the real killer tried to kill Clark Kent. He tried to drown him and blow up his car. And then at that last moment, the real killer found out, oh, he's Superman, and the electric chair goes off. So uh, that is something that I'd miss from these movies, is that there probably yeah, won't be you're anything never for Clark get, Kent. You're never really going to get a fleshed out character, right? Like, it's just never going to happen. Even that. though you could. You could. Yeah, but... It's not gonna happen. <laughs> like we, we as people who watch stories unfold, you know, because we we watch a lot of anime or you know re- read a lot of these comic books, you understand kind of episodic content and and how you flesh out these characters and why and stuff like that. And and it's possible because I will say one of the things I love about some of these DC animated things is they do really really well at fleshing out some of these characters sometimes right because there is versions of these dc movies where you only get the superheroes right because it's it's this self-contained thing but they flesh them out as who these superheroes are then there's other ones where you get these moments of who the characters are like there's a really good one with, with the Flash about how he's a CSI investigator in in some of the the Justice League movies or whatever, and you get these fleshed out bits of of he works really hard at his job, you know, even though he he does everything else to be the Flash, and I thought that was really cool to have that just like in a few moments and like in like what was probably a two minute thing in one of the movies, you just get a real sense of who he is when he's not the flash. Um, whereas opposed to these movies, sometimes you don't, everything is always leading into who, who into who the bad guy is and the superhero stuff, right? Like, you don't ever really, really spend time. 
like I don't even think in the Christopher Nolan movies there are moments where you spend time with Bruce Wayne where it's not a a Bruce Wayne talking about being Batman or oh there Bruce- there's some of that there's some of that with Wayne Enterprises and Wayne Tech and and being Mister Charity for Gotham there there's some of that there's some but but is it from Bruce or is it like in a news report on a TV no no or- it's it's Bruce it's Bruce okay. I may have to go back and look at them because I, f- I feel like sometimes a lot of that stuff just is missing from these movies. Like the context of just who those people are as characters. But I don't know. It, it's always weird. It's just always so, really weird. Brandon Cooper. Hello. We're, we're going to do it with the, the arbitrary IGN scale. On a scale of 1 to 10, give us your score on Batman versus Superman. Seven. Seven. All right. Yeah. Okay. I personally gave it an 8.5. I can see that. I can understand that. I just... There's just so much... um, There's so much that I feel like it's just missing. And... Is just too many loose ends um, going into what is not going to be the next set of team-up movies, right? Like, it's just a lot of loose ends that are leading into singular movies that I guess could be answered. But then it just makes it really weird because I just – I don't – I just felt – I don't know. I didn't I, – I, I like the characters and I don't – have the the comic book nerd thing right i don't have the like uh, i want this version of alfred in my movie i want this version of batman in my like i don't have that thing i'm i'm so willing to to take okay i have an understanding of these characters but i want to see what you're gonna do with them and i just i didn't full-on enjoyed what they did with these characters even outside of the 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 previous notions of of what i think of these characters i just I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. It seems like there are too many points of of trying to make Clark Kent Superman seem like cool justice stand-up guy, but he's just so whiny that there's somebody else doing what he's doing to me. Like, like in my just sitting down watching this movie, it just that's what it seemed like. And there's just too much of Batman very easily being manipulated. And I'm just like... But then you try to make him seem like this super smart, very, like, calculated dude. But I'm just like, I don't know. He just got out-manipulated by people. He's not, though. He's a guy that is filled with a thirst for vengeance and justice. And he's ultra-paranoid. Yeah, but... but It's always been said that he is as crazy as the villains he goes after. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you you leave all that stuff. You leave, like you said, leave all the comic book stuff behind, right? The characterization in this movie is like you try to paint him as like, oh, like kind of smart, whatever, but really dark brooding and just still won't let go that his parents are dead, right? But you try to make him seem really smart, 
but then he's just constantly manipulated by everybody else around him. And the only thing that I gave and them that why I is that for, why is that Kaz? Why is that? I that that's the thing, right? Like I just can't understand that context of it. That's next that Zack Snyder is trying to tell me is like, is it is it this or I, is I, I believe I have an answer as to why. Please, it's because Batman is so unbelievably untrusting that and paranoid that he cannot for one second think that he is being manipulated he always thinks that he's a step ahead of everyone because he's bruce wayne billionaire playboy genius that is better better at everyone and everything because he's super rich and he's batman that he kind of allows it to happen Mm -hmm. it's it's almost a matter of being too smart for your own good yeah, it's I mean, that, it's that old it's that old saying of the easiest person to con is a con man because a con man thinks they know every con. I could see that, but I, I just I feel like I don't know. I feel like that you don't like you don't like seeing Batman being outsmarted. No, no, no. I don't mind Batman being outsmarted. Some of the best things in com- in the comic books and things like that is Batman being outsmarted for me. Like, I love any moment that the Joker gets one up on him. Like, I love that shit, man. <laughs> like, it's so good. Because he's so mad about it. Um, and I love Mad Batman. <laughs> but I feel like... I feel like that's not what they led me to believe in, as as I was watching the movie. I just feel like... They made him seem they they didn't make it seem like they, I don't know it just made him seem so easily manipulated like by everyone like that and then he just seems so so I don't know he seems so after Superman for no reason other than like the reason that everybody else is which just so. And it just so happens that Bruce Wayne and Batman have these resources available to them that they can actually do something about it. Yeah. That's all it is. But it just seems like... Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. I guess. I don't know. It it just seems like you could have had such a better version of Batman with still having him be manipulated to the point where it's... Oh, you know, like I, I have to do what I have to do, you know, to take out Superman. Like, like the source material that they take this from, right? Which is The Dark Knight Returns, which is like if, if you haven't if you have not seen that one, DJM, that would be a good one for you to watch. Uh, it's a the two-parter. Dark Knight Returns. Yes, I did. I saw it about two years ago. Didn't love it. Well, yeah, it was, yeah. It's, not- it's not the greatest, but it has the moment in it of that they they clearly take of the batman versus superman right and um but it but it gives you it 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 weirdly gives you the like 
too overly thought out Batman. Like he he way over thought out the fight and shit like that. Um and I understand you can't do some of the, the the things that you do in that because you don't have a Robin and you don't have Green Arrow to play with. Um so it all has to be Batman by itself. Um but one of the better parts of that is the only reason he has to take out Superman is because he has no other choice, right? And I I like that ideal over the like, oh, I'm just gonna do it because like because it, it, it just grinds away at the core of who Batman is. Like, especially the factor of killing someone. Like even even in stories where you where you pit him against Superman, he always comes to this, this thing where it's just like fuck that's my moral thing of like i don't want to have to do that if i don't have to and you already push him to a point where he feels like he has to like that instantaneously that it just seems weird and and just odd hmm okay all right. Because you got you also gotta realize, right? This isn't a Batman and Superman that have known about each other for years. This is a Batman and Superman that have known about each other for about three or four years. Like at best. Okay. But but even okay. Superman coming into this movie has only known about Batman for the length of that time eight, period. It was eighteen months, they said in the movie. Right. So so it's eight it's eighteen months after the, the, the stuff in the Superman movie happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to you have to take a context that Batman has been around before that, and then that thing happens. Then you skip ahead in time, and then Superman still doesn't know who Batman is till you get to this movie, and you get the whole sense of like, oh, you know. Also, there's Gotham City over there, and there's this thing called the Batman, and then he's like, oh well, that's dumb, you know, like. So it, it, I, th- I think it's just because of the rapidness of this movie. I feel like if they stretched it out, if it, and I know you can't do this. I know you can't take your big giant property right out of the gate and make it a two part movie. You can't make Batman, Batman versus Superman part one and part two, you know, which I feel like if they just had four hours, we would have got a lot, a better movie. But I understand that even at two hours, you're already pushing the limit. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm also like in my scoring, I'm also being fair because of that. Like, I'm also being fair because I feel like if it was two movies, it would have been amazing. Isn't Civil War going to be two movies? Well, Civil War. So, as far as on, let me go back and look. I don't know why I recall that for some reason, but for whatever reason, I recall something about Civil War being two movies. Well, well, so the thing is, you have the the Winter Soldier movie, which starts the plot. Then you have Civil War. And as far as I know, looking at these next set of movies... It's probably going to be pushed whatever whatever is not answered in Civil War because you know you 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 can't do everything in that in that one movie when you're covering that 
kind of story, which is the whole like superhero registration thing. Um, you have the Spider-Man movie and the Black Panther movie coming after those two. Um, and you're going to get your first sense of Spider-Man in this Captain America movie. Then you get I agree with your cat. Getting to be too many damn superhero movies. Yeah. Too many of these. I I don't know. I I enjoy it because I enjoy the way that they're trying to do it. But I definitely agree that it's pretty fucking weird. Like I I don't care about the Ant Man thing at all. Not even a little bit. Just because no one does. No one does. I really, I'd, I'd rather it be Hank Pym rather than the other guy who's Ant-Man because the Hank Pym stuff is so much more fun to play with, but they decided not to go that route. So that sucks. That is dumb. All right. Well, Kaz, that's about enough. You went into comic book land about nine or ten times, and I ended up getting lost somewhere in there. So tell dark, everybody it's else. It's a dark place. It's a dark, dark place. Yeah, I will. I will never delve into the comics. This is why. I, this is why anime and manga work. Uh, t- tell everyone where you're at and what you've got going on, Mister Cooper. Follow me on Twitter. Keep a lookout at the uh, drunkkidsgaming.com because I'm trying to fucking plan out some some video stuff for the YouTubes. So it's really all I can ask. It's all I can ask. It's all I can ask. How about the photography? Uh... Where can we find your where you're doing YouTube stuff? What's your Twitter ac- account? Tell us something. slash King Kaz. YouTube stuff is is still a ways off, and photography stuff is on hold until I figure out if and when I can go to a convention this year. Because I haven't right, gone, to, I haven't right. gone to any yet. I haven't paid for any tickets to anything, just because this is really weird life year right now yeah i hear you i I was at midwest media expo just last weekend but it was only for a day and i didn't even bother to get a badge but i saw all of my local con friends i saw lily i saw get former guest on this show hero kenobu bryant searles uh it was a good time got to got to get a little bit of that con itch going again so might be happening again in the not too distant future. Uh, me, I'm David Majors. I do podcasts. They're in iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Podcasts. Just search for It's in Season, this show, Two Nerdy Black Guys. Especially search for the anime podcast of some sort. Subscribe. If you can't find them by their name, search for my name, David Majors. D-A-V-I-D-M to the A to the J to the O to the R to the S. Mm. And you can follow me on Twitter at Just Call Me DJM. Thank you for listening to this extra long episode of Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. I'm not sorry. You needed it. You needed to hear these things. (sighs) Yeah. 
I don't know what to do when he goes into comic book land, guys. I don't know what to do. I I, I tried to keep him on to keep him on track, but you know you know how these comic book guys are. They, oh, they wait till the killing joke happens, like and, and <laughs> they get started, and you they just can't stop. <laughs> just just wait till the killing joke happens. Oh my god! God help us all. <laughs> Good night, everybody.